Ciao Michi, Chef Jenner here for Jenner in Tuscany. Thanks so much for joining me again. It is Friday, June 16th. I hope you all are well. Um, tonight, I'm going to start by talking a little bit of Italian politics. It has been a busy week in Italian politics. Italy's beloved four-time Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi passed away this past Monday and he was buried Wednesday in Milan at the Duomo or the Cathedral and the Milan Duomo I believe is the biggest in all of Italy it is right in the main square it is humongous and there is this ginormous TV monitor on the outside of the Duomo and they broadcasted the funeral services to the thousands that came to pay their last respects. Now, I know you're thinking of TV monitor on the outside of the Duomo, and I think it kind of cheapens it and takes away the, the religious experience myself. But from what I understand, it's like monetization of the Duomo, and it kind of helps pay for uh, the maintenance of the Duomo. So that's why they have it there. Um, but anyway, I want to talk about this because Berlusconi had a lot to do um, with the development of Italian media. Uh, you know, he started off as a real estate tycoon and amassed property after property after property and then, uh, you know, spread his wealth into broadcasting companies, one of which was Mediaset, which was the first national competition to uh, the state-run Rai TV network. Um, and then he invested in AC Milan football, uh, which to Americans is soccer, but Newsflash, uh, America is the only country that calls it soccer. The rest of the world calls it football, so I'm going to refer to it as football. And he invested millions into this football team and made it the world champion football team it is today. Uh, because they won championship after championship after championship, but it also helped bring Italian soccer uh, to the limelight of the rest of the world. Uh, so, you know, he is known for that. Now, to kind of give you an idea of who Silvio Berlusconi was, I kind of say he was like an alternate universe Donald Trump. And I say alternate universe because... Um, he's kind of like the man that Trump wishes he could be. He was filthy rich. Uh, at one point in time, he was the richest man in all of Italy. And at the time of his death, according to BBC News, uh, his fortune was worth approximately 6 billion euro. Uh, you know, including all of his real estate, his media companies, etc., etc. Now, this man was Prime Minister in 1994, and I'm getting my dates from Encyclopedia Britannica. They're online now, folks. I didn't flip through a book, promise. Um, but anyway, he became Prime Minister in 1994, and because of some uh, conflicts of interest, as well as a little tax evasion uh, trial, he was forced to resign in 1994. And he was convicted of tax evasion. Uh, but later on, a few years later, he was uh, exonerated. And all charges were dropped. Um, so then he became prime minister again from 2001 until 2008. And then I think there was another term after that. Okay, so for one reason or another, no matter how many shenanigans this man pulled, 
the Italians were very endearing of him. And I mean, this man was a male chauvinist pig. His administration was known for their bunga bunga parties. And yes, bunga bunga is exactly what you think it is, okay? From what I understand, this man could not keep his dick in his pants to save his life. Um, he had two wives, uh, numerous girlfriends, and five children. Um, he, as I mentioned, was a male chauvinist pig. Um, in the year 2022, during the last presidential election in Italy, he was actually trying to run to be prime minister again. Um, in the 90s, he had formed his own political party, Forza Italia, and he was the leader of that party for all of these years. He was the glue that held that party together. But by 2022, his party had only amassed like 8% of the national vote. So he threw in the towel trying to be prime minister and put his support as one of the coalition partners behind Georgia Maloney's government. Okay. Um, but even during that year of running for president, he was not, or I'm sorry, prime minister because Italy does have a prime minister and then they have a president. The president is kind of like the babysitter of the government. So when the prime minister isn't getting along with his cabinet, you know, it's the president's job to bring order to the Italian government. Um, but anyway, when he was running for prime minister in 2022, um, he told a female reporter that she shouldn't shake hands so firmly that men don't like strong women and she'll never find a husband if she goes around shaking hands so hard. He actually told a female reporter that on camera. Okay. Then, uh, shortly after Georgia Maloney won as prime minister, he came back out and said, you know, I've rekindled my friendship with Vladimir Putin. He has been very close friends with Vladimir Putin over the years. And he recently renewed that friendship before he passed away. Uh, you know, saying how he had such uh, respect uh, for, you know, such a strong man. And he went on further to say that Zelensky was a horrible man and that if he were prime minister, he would not reach out to Zelensky. He would be on Putin's side. Okay. Now that didn't fare well for Georgia Maloney because she'd already been threatened by the EU saying, listen, we know in past years that you have been friendly with Vladimir Putin. We will not tolerate you not towing the line with the EU. The EU is behind the Ukraine. So in less than a week after he made those statements, Georgia Maloney was in the Ukraine visiting Zelensky, you know, to reaffirm that, yes, Italy is behind you. Don't listen to Silvio. He doesn't know what he's saying. Okay. So he was causing problems up until the minute he died. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because, uh, as my customers see when they come in my cafe or as my friends know, I watch a lot of Italian media and I get people asking me all the time, where are your sources? How do you find all this Italian media? So in this podcast, I'm going to tell you how you can also submerge yourself in the Italian culture. So when I came back from my first visit 
to Italy in 2016, uh, I came back determined to find ways that I could watch Italian media here in the United States, mainly so I could keep up with current events and also so I could increase my comprehension. You know, I am basically kind of self-taught in my Italian between my Italian for Dummies book, uh, Duolingo. Um, I also have Rosetta Stone, which I'm not on as much as I should be. Um, I like to watch the TV because I feel like the TV increases my comprehension. Um, now, when I first started looking, I had Sling TV, which is a streaming service. And Sling had a wonderful Italian channel package. Uh, they had the Rye Italia channels, along with other a couple of other Italian channels. And then out of nowhere, and when I say out of nowhere, I mean they only gave us like two or three days notice. They discontinued all the Rye channels because they could not uh, negotiate a contract successfully with Rye and keep the channels at the same price. So they just chose to stop carrying the channels altogether. I was just absolutely infuriated because the only two channels that they kept, in my opinion, are the channels that weren't even worth paying for. So then I set out on a quest to find, where else could I find Italian channels? Now, at the time I had Xfinity Cable and I did get uh, the Rye Italia as well as the media set uh, that is uh, Berlusconi's network and the two channels alone were like $15 a month. Um, but since then I have cut the cord, that's right, I no longer have cable. Uh, we just have internet in the house and we stream. Uh, we are a YouTube TV family now. Um, so then that meant that I had to go looking for myself, my sources elsewhere. Um, so if you have a pen and paper handy, this is what you're going to need, you know, to find your Italian media. Now I have two operating systems. I have a smart TV with a Roku operating system. And if you're not familiar with Roku, Roku is like one of the first streaming sticks. They were here before the Amazon Fire Sticks were. And it's kind of like an operating system. It's just like Windows. Or, you know, if you're a, a Macintosh user, do they still call it Macintosh? Oh, I just dated myself. But anyway, um, so I have a Roku Smart TV, and then I also have uh, an Amazon Fire Stick. Um, now, I have these two sources because with the Roku, uh, you can actually go on the channel store and add different apps that are not available on the Fire Stick. The Fire Stick is very finicky. It wants to stick to its own stuff. So on my Roku uh, operating system, um, I have several apps installed. One of them is called Ciao It... Mm, try that again. Ciao Italy TV. Okay, and on Ciao Italy TV... Uh, you download the app and it costs $1.99 a month. Now, overall, it is good when it is working. Um, the developer, I think, sometimes forgets that they have to manage this channel. And sometimes the channels that are on there get stuck in a loop, um, meaning like it'll keep playing the same 15 seconds of a segment over and over and over again. And it'll do this for weeks at a time, at least it used to. 
um, until the developer thinks, oh wait, let me go in and check and make sure this is running okay. And then they might reset it. I don't know what they do on their end, but every now and then it just doesn't work right. Um, so I recommend that with that caveat. Um, you know, $1.99 isn't a whole heck of a lot of money. So you're not out of a lot of money if the app doesn't work right. But when it is working right, it is a wonderful tool. Uh, as I mentioned, I have um, the Rye News 24. So I get to watch Italian News 24 hours a day. Um, I have Rye Italia 1, uh, which is like their variety show. You know, you get to watch the morning shows and, you know, the cooking shows and the little travel features, etc., etc. And then they have the Rye Sports um, they have the, the children's Rye network. Um, so I think they have like five or six different Rye channels along with, uh, numerous other regional channels from all regions of Italy. And it's a wonderful way to, you know, stay up to date on what's happening. And that's where I get a lot of my news and information from is from the Chow Italy TV app when it is working right. Now, if that app is not working right, I do have a backup. And this is where my Amazon Fire Stick comes into play. Fire Stick is good to have because if you don't have a smart TV, it essentially turns your TV into a smart TV. Uh, the one thing that Amazon Fire Stick has that Roku doesn't is an internet browser. Okay, so I can go to that internet browser and go to the different websites directly for the Italian broadcast. So I can go to uh, the Rai station, which is Rai, R-A-I, dot E-T, and the E-T is like there, dot com. And from there, I can play the Italian TV stations live. I can also do the same thing for Mediaset. Um, but the one caveat to this is if you're gonna go this route, you will need a VPN uh, because once these channels detect that you are in America, then they will say, okay, nope, sorry, you know, this broadcast is only available in Italy. So if you have a Fire Stick, you'll also want to download the VPN that they recommend on the Fire Stick and then you can choose a server that's in Italy and then you can watch your Italian stations uh, from your VPN on your Amazon Fire Stick. Um, so that's what I do when the Chow Italy TV app isn't working, then I go directly to the Italian TV stations and watch by Italian TV from there. Okay, so now I'm gonna tell you how to get Italian radio which is as easy as going to your Google Play Store. Uh, there are a number of radio stations that are played uh, nationwide in Italy, and I'm gonna tell you what they are. Um, the first one that I listen to is Radio DJ, and that's D-E-E-J-A-Y. And Radio DJ is awesome because you can interact with them on their app. Like you can send them messages, you know, ciao from America, uh, I'm listening to you here in Colorado Springs, and I've actually gotten answers back from the DJs, you know, saying, ciao, Jennifer, thank you for listening. You know, I've had shouts out on the air in Italy, and it's fun to listen to because that radio station plays both Italian music 
and uh, American music. So no, you don't have to be fluent in Italian or, you know, you're not going to just be listening to only Italian music. They do love their American music. And what's interesting is like on Fridays and Saturday nights, you know, they have their party segments. They have Italian rap, which I think is interesting as hell. They like American rap and they also love American house music like Frankie Knuckles from Chicago. Woo, they will play some Frankie Knuckles. You know, they love house music. So I think that's really interesting. So Radio DJ, very good radio station. Um, Then there's another radio station called Radio Kiss Kiss. And Radio Kiss Kiss also plays both Italian music and American music. And they have this one hilarious segment called Radio Kiss Kiss My Ass. And basically, it is a segment where they explain to Italian people American slang. Uh, I never will forget one segment I was listening to. He was trying to explain what good grief meant. And he was like, you know, he explains it in Italian. You know, good grief means blah, blah, blah. Example, oh, dear God, Uncle Herman is running down the street and nothing but his underwear again. Good grief. It was so funny. So you have to listen to Radio Kiss Kiss, another very, very good station. Now, there's also another station called uh, Radio Italia. And Radio Italia only plays Italian music. Um, You know, they want to bolster Italian music listenership because they feel that Italy listens to too much other music. So they are only going to play Italian music. Um, So those are the top three Uh, radio apps that I recommend and as I mentioned you can also download um, the Chow Italy TV app uh, from your Google Play Store if you want to play it on your computer Uh, but you can also add it as a channel on your Roku player on TV. So I hope this helps you And I hope that you take some of my advice and go download some of these sources because in the next few months, it is going to be very interesting in the Italian political world to kind of navigate back to that topic. As I mentioned, Silvio Berlusconi was the founder of the Forza Italia party and he was known as the glue that was holding that party together. Now that party was a coalition partner in Georgia Maloney's government. So if that party falls apart, then she also loses part of her government, uh, which means, which could mean that that government could be dissolved again. Um, For anybody that has ever watched Italian politics over the years, um, the Italian government has a meltdown. I think they average about every one, one and a half years their government is dissolved and they have to vote for a new prime minister. So Georgia Maloney's government is very much in danger now that Silvio Berlusconi has passed away and his Forza Italia party is in jeopardy. So go download those sources and stay tuned folks because it's about to get real interesting in Italy in the next few weeks and I will keep you updated here. Now do you want to go to Italy with me and see where I get all of my inspiration from or see why I love Italy so much? Uh, my 2024 tour dates are out now and reservations are open. 
Uh, you need to have your group of four people, between four and 10 people formed to reserve together. So go visit my website at www.spretzatura.tours and look at the itineraries and uh, you know, feel free to message me if you have any questions about the tour. Um, but for right now, I want to thank you so much for listening to Jenner and Tuscany. If you like this podcast, please like, follow, and share with your friends. Uh, you can also support me financially, which would be greatly appreciated. So until next episode, thank you so much for listening to Jenner and Tuscany. Ci vediamo dopo. Ciao, ciao, ciao.